Hello, and welcome to Exploring Axon, a podcast where we discuss Axon Framework, Axon Server, and their ecosystem. I am your host and a software developer at Axonic, Sarah Tori. In this episode, I spoke with some of our engineers who are preparing workshops on Axon Framework and Axon Server for our conference next week on September 22nd and 23rd in Amsterdam. We're also offering other workshops presented by some of our users and partners that uh, we will share some of the findings from those workshops after the conference with all of you who were unable to join us in person. I spoke with my colleagues to find out what the attendees should expect from these workshops, what the format is going to be, and if there's anything they need to prepare prior to attending those workshops. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I do hope to see all of you in person in Amsterdam next week. And let's have a listen. Hey, Steven, thanks so much for being here. Let's talk workshop next week. So we're doing the uh, conference, and um, there is an Axon Framework workshop. So tell me a little bit about it. Are you doing it yourself? Are you presenting with uh, your other team members? Yeah. Hey, Sarah. Yeah, we're uh, we're indeed doing a workshop around uh, Axon Framework stuff. A bit more the advanced topics, though. Okay. Um, which which comes a bit from the uh, well, the training already has a lot of information on this. Also, our academy has a lot of information on this, but not that doesn't always warrant a time and place for the more specific things that some users might hit. So that's uh, that's what we're going to do in the, in the workshop. I have a couple of uh, a couple of topics actually, and together can with a, uh, can you give yeah. me a hint on what those are going to be or. Uh... <laughs> Don't no, give me any I'm, secrets. Don't give it no, away. No, but no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I want to keep it a little bit of a secret, but I can. Awesome. I, I think I can share one of them, though. I, I think okay. I can share one of them, and that's mainly because I've already presented that once in the past. Uh, but now it will be in a workshop format. So what what we did the last time around when we had the conference, um, I showcased the new features of four point four, which contained something with exception handlers. So that's going to be the sneak peek something around exception handlers, because I think more people can can benefit from that. Fantastic. So, and yeah. uh, if the rumors are right, we're having a new release coming up? Yes, we are. At some point? All yeah, right, yeah. okay. Very soon, actually. Very nice. Very soon. So um, I'm assuming you're going to talk about that a little bit during the workshop as well, and maybe those are some of the topics that you're going to cover? Awesome. Yeah, I, I can't say yes or no, but I think that's <laughs> enough of an answer already. So. You're killing me, but that's yeah. good. <laughs> Keep everybody under at the edge of their seats. Um, exactly. So, Stephen, are you then? Um, how long is the workshop going to be? What what kind of format are you um, planning for it? Um, in all honesty, I believe it's one and a half hours. But okay. please don't don't pin me to that. I'm not 100 percent sure. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, we will be in a room, uh, and we being me and the rest of the framework team. So awesome. that includes Mitchell and Gerard and Yvonne. Nice. Uh, so that's uh, that's good for people. Yeah, uh, and a bunch of topics. So uh, each one of us has uh, selected one of those topics to, uh, or several of those topics to to prepare and to set up. And then as an attendee, you come in. Uh, we'll we'll show them to you what the options are, and you can uh, well, choose what you want to do. And then we got you. Yeah, so I'm thinking then um, you and the rest of the team uh, will kind of be shadowing a little bit what people are doing and helping them through the the process 
fabulous. Um, now, as far as the um, what folks need to basically prepare for the workshop, maybe prior uh, to coming into the workshop, uh, do they need to have, um, let's say, an Axon framework-based application running, up and running already? Um, or if they don't have anything of that um, sort, can they have access to an application prior to to the workshop or just maybe uh, Cologne one at the workshop? <laughs> what do you recommend? Yeah, good questions. Um, we have prepared several GitHub repositories, actually, mm -hmm. containing mm -hmm. projects with several steps in them and a readme in them to explain what to do. Okay. So, um, well, we share those links and you can, mm -hmm. uh, well, clone or check out whatever you like locally, nice. one of those projects that you want to do. So as a prerequisite, I'm expecting you have a working laptop with an internet connection. Uh, <laughs> I'm Wi-Fi, have... so we'll connect <laughs> yeah. you. Ah, right. I should be good, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, some knowledge of Java and also mm -hmm. Axon would be good because okay. it is advanced pointers, right? It's not really the basics. We can help you through that, but it might be a yeah. bit nicer for you if you actually already played with, with the framework. Yeah. And actually, I'm glad you mm -hmm. mentioned the Academy earlier um, because... I've been trying to brush up my knowledge of the framework a bit more this week and looking at the academy courses. So definitely recommend those. Um, is, is there any specific course in the within the academy that they need to know up to that point before entering this workshop? Um, what do you think? Do they if, if they come in with basic knowledge of what the framework is about and some of those handlers and things like that, is, is that sufficient or do you expect them to yeah, know more? That's a sufficient. No, that's sufficient. Okay. The two free courses we have on Academy mm -hmm. should be good enough. Awesome. If you have Fabulous. done more, that's nice, but you really don't have to. Nice. Very good. Um, anything else that you recommend uh, folks to sort of look into before the workshop or um, to get them maybe excited about it? <laughs> Any other items that you can think of? That's a good one. Well, we, we will touch a little bit of base with our other projects. So having mm -hmm. a bit of an idea what we have might be yeah. might be valuable. Yeah. That, that's really in the well. As long as you're enthusiastic about doing some workshops, then uh, you're free to come, I guess. Very good. And as long yeah. as I, I think you'd like to play around and break things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I like uh, yeah. to do. <laughs> Well, that's the good Fabulous. thing. We, we learn from that as well, right? If, you, if exactly. you break something in our room and we are also like, oh my God, what have you done? Then that, that's a good thing. Exactly. <laughs> and we can solve it's, it. Together. It's always a good feedback, not just for somebody who's breaking things and you're learning from it. It's a good feedback for us as well, as you mentioned, because then we can think about, oh, okay, I wonder why this broke and how can we improve it? So that's always a really nice thing to have as well. Exactly. Yeah. Very good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Stephen. I am really looking forward to this workshop next week and, uh, um, I definitely be sure to at least uh, pop in for a few minutes, if uh, if not the whole thing. There are so many workshops there next week, and so many uh, great uh, topics and guests uh, that, uh, yeah, a little hard to pick at the moment. But I'm sure <laughs> we'll we'll get there, and we can uh, pick and choose, I, uh, which is great. I fully understand the predicament. I'm almost sad that I need to be there in the workshop room <laughs> <laughs> because there are also other things right to do, and, and definitely. The, exactly. the, the bit that, that you get a chance to talk with everybody, that's that's yeah. that's that's so good. But, uh, you know, this is also good. It's also important. So I'll, uh, I'll be in absolutely. the room. Maybe I'll see you there. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the plan is, uh, at least for me, is to gather as much information as possible because for folks who are not able to join us uh, in person, 
it's, I think, extremely valuable information for them to have afterwards as well. So uh, definitely planning on uh, gathering some information and uh, having that going. Um, so wonderful. Thanks again, Stephen. And uh, I'll see you next week. See you next week, Sarah. All right. Have a good one. Hi, Bert. Thank you for being here. And uh, let's talk about something exciting. Mm-hmm. Workshop next week at our conference. Um, Yes, definitely. Yeah. So I understand that you're going to be part of the Axon Server um, training, and uh, you are presenting one of the topics. Um, I understand there will be four topics that will be presented, and you're presenting one of them with one mm-hmm. of our other colleagues. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, what it is and why are we presenting it, and give me a sort of an idea about the format of it? Okay. Um, so what are a uh, little workshop will be about is about running Axon Server in Kubernetes. Great. And um, that brings always along a lot of questions about how to deploy it, what can you do to change it, how is it different for Axon Server Standard Edition or Enterprise Edition. So we're just going to let people play a bit. And of course, we have some examples with worked out scripts for them. So. If they want, they can just follow the script and see what happens. Mm -hmm. But if they just want to experiment themselves, they're welcome to it and we're there to help them. Do they need to have any prior knowledge of Kubernetes or Axon Server for that matter? Or can they just pick it up as we go? Well, of course, we're expecting them to have been uh, active with Axon Server at least once. Mm -hmm. So we don't need to explain why you would want to run a cluster and um, how that works. Uh, Things like basic uh, Axon Server configuration. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, it's not really that much of a subject. We're really going to look for So what happens if I want to run this in Kubernetes? Mm -hmm. What do I have to look at? And um, of course, on the same footing, it will not be a Kubernetes 101. We do expect you to know what Kubernetes is and have some experience with doing it. But if you want, it's pretty well um, packaged into scripting. Mm -hmm. So... It's not too uh, difficult, I think. Yeah, so um, at the same time, you don't have to be an expert in either Kubernetes or Axon Server for that matter. You just have to have the basic yeah. knowledge to to be there. Um, aside from that, so you mentioned scripts. Uh, is there anything specific that they need to know? Um, what kind of format are you using? Well, um, we have a set of scripts for them that assume that you have something like Bash running. Right. And um, for the rest, they do need to have the gcloud CLI, but we have the instructions for how to install that if you don't have that ready. And you do need, of course, a tool called kubectl, which is to control Kubernetes. Um, But again, that is with instructions on how to set that up. So we'll help you with that. You don't need to have a local Kubernetes cluster. We're not going to do things like Minikube or a Kubernetes cluster in Docker desktop. Um, We're going to use a a large cluster in the Google Cloud. And we have a a nice Wi-Fi connection available. So that should work. (laughs) We we cross our fingers. You know how it is with uh, demoing and workshops. Something can go wrong, but hopefully nothing will go wrong and we'll have a smooth ride. Network always works. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you would hope. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yes. Now, we were briefly uh, talking right before recording about uh, Terraform. Can you also tell me a little bit about that? What are we doing with Terraform? And uh, do folks need to know about it ahead of time? Um, what are we expecting? Well, no, we're not going to go into the details of Terraform mm -hmm. and using Terraform. We use it ourselves and we have used it uh, to uh, set up the cluster for them, but we're not going to use Terraform to deploy Axon Server to Kubernetes. Mm -hmm. So it will be relevant because we used it to prepare the workshop environment, but they should not need to know about Very it. Very good. Um, so why Kubernetes? I know you mentioned at the very beginning that we do get uh, questions about it, um, but I'm wondering, mm -hmm. uh, do we usually get questions mostly on Kubernetes or do we have the same kind of number of questions about VMs, maybe setting up Axon Server in VMs, or uh, is it sort of like a 50-50? What kind of uh, got you in, interested in presenting this workshop in Kubernetes? Was it because solely because of the number of interests or... Was it another reason that you thought maybe Kubernetes is a bit more beneficial to focus on this time around? Well, I think the most important reason is that so many teams are using Kubernetes. Right. And of course, Kubernetes is a wonderful environment, especially if you have a microservices architecture. So for actual framework applications, it's great. Mm -hmm. I mean, you really can do a lot of things with automatic scaling and health monitoring and that works fine. The problem is Axon Server, of course, is an event store as well as a messaging solution. Right. So it is definitely very stateful. And that means you need to use things called stateful sets in Kubernetes. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of gotchas that you have to be careful about. And that's uh, also if you yeah, yeah and I'm sorry. sorry no, it's sorry to interrupt you. What I was going to say is, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure you're going to point out some of those gotchas during this workshop as well, as they come yes. up. Yes, yeah. and I've already uh, I've already written a blog article about yes. it. Of course, yes, of course. Um, we used to say that Kubernetes was not the way you should run Axon Server simply because of those gotchas. Yeah. And especially if you want to do things like have a cluster with um, nodes in different regions to give you optimal availability, even if an entire region of your provider goes offline, um, then you simply cannot do... Uh, sorry. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. I love that ringtone, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> <Sorry>. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. um, so what I was saying that um, if you have, um, if you want to have Axon Server available across multiple regions, then with Kubernetes, you definitely have a problem because all the cloud providers do give you very, very nice managed Kubernetes environments, mm -hmm. but none of them are multi-region. Mm, gotcha. uh, the most you can get is multi-availability zone, which tends to say, I have several... Uh, data centers in the same region mm -hmm. and they can have a cluster with nodes in different data centers. Um, so if you want to have multi-region availability, you have to go to either very complex multi-Kubernetes cluster solutions or go for VMs, which is a lot yeah, easier. Makes sense. And that is why we've always said that probably VMs is the better right. choice. Unfortunately, some people then interpreted that as 
Axel server won't run in Kubernetes, Sorry. which is of course not true, not true because it runs very well. Right. It just has limits that you have to be aware yeah, of. And that makes sense. Very good. I'm uh, very interested to find out more about it next week as uh, I um, happen to be there and hopefully I can uh, sit in and learn something new. And uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to workshop hop next week because we have so many great <laughs> things happening and some of That's our partners great. are also presenting workshops. So um, it's going to be very exciting. Thank you so much, Barrett, for the time and uh, looking forward to it. Okay, well, it's going to be yeah. fun. And of course, I don't want to spoil everything. <laughs> But we are going to do things like setting up a cluster and then messing with it. Oh, I can't wait. So, <laughs> Breaking things is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Can't wait. Can't wait. Really looking forward to it. All right. Awesome. And uh, good luck with the preparations. And uh, see you next week. Okay. See you All next right. week. Hi, Mikhail. How are you today? Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm good. How are you? Very good. I'm doing great. I'm so happy to uh, have you here to talk about uh, one of the workshops you're presenting for the conference next week. So you are part of the Axon Server workshop that we're doing next week at the conference, and uh, you've picked up one of the topics. So tell me a little bit about it. Now, this is something that we're uh, making an announcement about at the conference next week. So uh, don't give me any trade secrets here. <laughs> Just kind of, uh, give me generally what have you been working on and uh, what should we be excited about? What should we expect? Uh, all right. Um, so in our Axon Server workshop, we want to give people a possibility to learn how to integrate applications that are written in different languages, not only Java, as we mainly associate uh, Axon Framework and Axon Server with, but mm -hmm. different langu languages from PHP, JavaScript, C-sharp, uh, to Python, and different paradigms, including serverless um, computing. So during wow. this workshop, we'd like to uh, present you uh, the idea of how to develop applications using different languages and paradigms, mm -hmm. and uh, practice. So any language that they're in basically and connecting it to the server. Yeah, perfect. So um, that's really wonderful because so far, as you mentioned, we've been associating uh, Axon Framework and Axon Server with uh, with the JVM languages basically, and uh, especially Java. And uh, this actually gives a lot of possibilities to other folks who are not using Java to still be able to connect to the server and use the uh, same benefits that Axon Server has to offer to um, Java-based applications, basically, which is really great. Now, what is the setup like? Do people have to have an application already running in their uh, environment and then come in and connect it to the server? Or would there be sort of like a, I don't know, a dummy application that they can quickly run in their system and connect it to the server? How, how's that work? Um, so for the workshop, we'll use uh, a small, simple application uh, for those who already participated uh, to one of our uh, trainings, uh, I'm sure uh, you are familiar with that application. We are going to start with that simple Axon Framework-based application and try to refactor it, to rewrite it to different uh, languages and different paradigms. Uh, there is no uh, prior setup needed. Uh, we'll only ask you to uh, 
get uh, Docker ready on your own device to prepare your favorite um, IDE and uh, SDK for your favorite language. It doesn't have to be Java. It can be any language that you that you like. Nice. And um, so you mentioned that uh, this is going to be one of the um, applications that we use for some of our trainings. Um, can you tell me which one is this? The hotel demo or is it gift card or is it the tester that we use for the server training? It's gift card. Gift card. Okay, great, great. And um, that's, uh, of course, open source and folks can actually um, uh, clone that repo beforehand and uh, come to the workshop. Uh, so aside from Docker and having SDK running, anything else that they might need or everything else pretty much is set up for them and they can play around? Not really. Do you do the multi... Multi well, multiple languages that we want to use in this workshop, we heavily rely on Docker to provide different compilers, SDKs, uh, environment runtimes, not to burden people with, uh, with the task of installing those. Uh, because as we all know, sometimes it can get tricky and Docker really, really gets this job done. Uh, it streamlines work with uh, multiple languages and environments at the same time. Yeah, Docker definitely does make life easier. Um, and uh, that's that's the really, really real benefit of it, which is really great. So um, awesome. I'm really looking forward to this workshop next week. I'm, uh, as I was telling Barrett, I think I'm just going to um, basically stick my head into every workshop for, <laughs> uh, to get as much info as I can possibly get and to learn as many things as I can get. And of course, um, our partners, as I mentioned, uh, to Barrett as well, have other workshops running. So there's there's a lot to to be learned and uh, to to have fun with and play around. So that's that's really awesome. So just bring your laptop basically, and we'll connect to Wi-Fi and uh, play around a little bit. That's that's really I, great. You're welcome. I'm looking forward to meeting you there. Yeah, same. I'll see you there. Thank you so much, Micha. Thank you. Sarah and Milan, two of my favorite guests. Thanks for being here. Let's talk workshop for our conference next week. So you two are part of the Axon Server workshop that uh, we're presenting next week. Um, there are, I think, four topics that are going to be presented during that uh, workshop. And you two have uh, picked one of them up, which you've been working very hard um, on this particular feature. So tell me a little bit about it. And uh, yeah, whoever wants to start, go for it. Hi, Sarah. So we are going to um, present basically a new feature that will be released next year uh, mm -hmm. for uh, Axon Server product. And uh, it is about uh, event transformation. So uh, transforming the events into the event store. So the people that will attend our workshop basically could uh, try uh, a preview of this feature and uh, see what does it mean uh, exactly to transform it, the events and when it is a good idea to do that. Ah, gotcha. And uh, so without telling me all the why, um, can you tell me why this particular uh, topic for, for the workshop? What was the importance of it that you thought, hey, this would be a great uh, addition to the workshop and um, um, you'd like the folks to know a little bit about it? Yeah, so this is something, as Sarah said, completely new. Uh, that we yeah. are working on. It is still not a ready feature, so the, uh, our attendees are going to get a preview version of Axon Server with that feature baked in. 
Uh, one of the reasons is just to get a feeling whether this is something useful. Although mm-hmm. the main drive for us building this feature was uh, a lot of requests uh, from our mm-hmm. customers, from people using Exxon server, because it's something really, really cru- crucial. And also we want to gather feedback from people using it, telling us, okay, maybe you need this, maybe you want to change this in the final version, etc., etc. So this is really, I'd say, a big shout out to people. Come and be the one uh, to drive the, the, the final feature. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you did mention that um, you've had a lot of uh, requests uh, for this particular feature. And um, I know we had talked briefly about it before and event transformation is something that um, a lot of times we, we think about, right? And we talk about it. and it being in the event sourcing sort of platform, we always talk about events are immutable and shouldn't change it and so on. Uh, can you maybe give me an example um, as to where would be a proper place to use event transformation? A typical example is uh, uh, when you need to change uh, not the content itself, not the semantic of an event or uh, a value inside an event, uh, but when you just need to change the representation of the events itself. For example, uh, you went in production without uh, uh, encrypting your sensitive data. You realize later that you need to encrypt this information. So the only thing you can do is to rewrite the same event in another form, maintaining the same semantic uh, value of them, right? Mm-hmm. the same information inside that. It's important to avoid to use this tool as a way, basically, to change history. So gotcha. in, uh, the event is still immutable. It's still what it was at the beginning, but it just changed the form um, it is written, so how we mm-hmm. uh, persist it is persisted form. Right. So basically, use with caution and <laughs> use as if you really, really, absolutely need it. Makes sense. So tell me a little bit about the format of the workshop. Then, um, do you guys have, uh, uh, let's say, an application prepared for uh, the attendees that they can? Um, use that and play around with uh, this idea of the event transformation. How, what should they have prepared before the workshop? Do they need to prepare anything prior? Yeah, so they need a good will. <laughs> that's always helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's important. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, it's, uh, it will last for two hours. Uh, okay. There are several exercises there. Uh, we have prepared uh, those labs per uh, modules uh, mm-hmm. inside the, a, a project. Uh, so basically, you can go through the repository, uh, use the readme file to read the exercise, then try to implement it by yourself. We are there to help you, of course. Uh, and if you're really, really stuck, you can always peek uh, in, into the solution. We also prepare a solution for each and every mm-hmm. lab. Uh, apart from uh, apart from <laughs> goodwill, there are also some technical requirements. Uh, although it is not required, it would re- be really nice to have those requirements uh, ready because I mean then you will use the most from your and our time. So yeah. uh, Java would be really handy to be installed. Some IDE, mm-hmm. whichever mm-hmm. you like, uh, would be handy to install Maven, of course. Although I believe sir, that you're going to provide a Maven wrapper, so it is not really a hard requirement. Yeah. Uh, apart from that, we do not need Docker for anything. Uh, okay. So 
yeah, I think right. Java is the most important one. Okay, very good. Um, any other points that uh, you'd like to mention about this workshop that might be um, useful for people to know prior to, to it happening? Not really, but um, be there because it will be the best workshop ever. <laughs> of course, of course, it's going to be amazing. And so um, another thing I was going to ask you, um, I understand that uh, the whole Axon Server workshop is happening in the same uh, physical location in the same room. Um, would the people who are interested to know about um, the event transformation, would they be able to sort of peek into the other parts of the workshop as well, like installation of Axon Server and Kubernetes or um, some of the other topics that uh, folks are talking about? Or would it be mostly focused on uh, this particular topic and that's going to take pretty much the whole time? So theoretically, yes, <laughs> if someone is really willing to try everything, although, yeah, yeah I don't know, it really depends of, of, the, of the person. So if you're really prepared and you're really fast into mm -hmm. doing exercises, grasping the concepts, then, yeah, but I don't believe that this will happen in practice. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. That, that's uh, good to know as well. Hours, um, uh, you have just the time for complete the, all uh, the six labs, yeah. Of course, you can, uh, if you want to move from one table to another, uh, to change topic if you prefer, as we are sure. all in the same room. Yeah, makes sense. That makes sense. Excellent. Well, thank you so much both for uh, being here and giving us a little sneak uh, preview of uh, what's happening next week. I'm really excited to um, seeing you there and uh, possibly popping my head into the workshop a little bit and uh, see what everybody's doing. Awesome. Good luck on uh, the preparation and uh, see you both in about a week. See you. See you. Bye-bye. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for uh, joining me for this short uh, little segment about workshop for the conference next week. So tell me a little bit about um, what this workshop is going to be about. And um, I know there are four different topics that are presented and you're presenting uh, in particular one of them. So which topic are you presenting and why did you pick that one? Okay, uh, I will be presenting uh, the topic plugins. So okay. plugins is a new feature in Axon Server which has been available since Axon Server 4.5. Well, since we had, didn't have a conference since we released this one, I thought it would be yeah. a opportunity to make some more noise around it. Exactly, and so, what is the significance of it? What does it do basically? So what are the plugins um, used for? Can you give me an example? Uh, plugins allow you to uh, add custom codes to Axon server that will be mm -hmm. executed in the message flows. So for instance, when a command is submitted, you can have some custom code executed before the command is handed over to the command handler. And on the response, you can have some custom codes executed uh, before the response is returned to the caller. So it's basically a good way to customize Axon Server based on your um, requirements and needs. Yeah, um, because normally Axon Server is completely unaware of the content of the messages. Mm -hmm. We look at the type of the messages, but if you want to do something with content, then plugins is your way to do it. So can you uh, maybe give me a real world example as, uh, as to somebody who has used it or... Sure, I can give an example. Uh, we have one of our customers who wants to do um, data protection on the server side. So instead mm -hmm. of having to add data protection module to every client application, they want to centralize this and have it done on the server side. Right. So they've created a plugin that would 
encrypt sp specific fields in the messages. Yes. And when you read the message, we'll decrypt it again. Very cool. And um, can you uh, tell me some of the other plugins that we have? So data protection is one of them. Can you give me some examples of other plugins that we have available? Plugins you can create is, for instance, a schema validation plugin. So whenever you store an event, you'll first validate whether it adheres to the schema. And if it doesn't, you will refuse it. Um, you can do some things with upcasters. So instead of having an upcaster in your client application, you could do upcasting in, on server side. So then it's really good if you're, um, for instance, not using Axon Framework, if you're um, using other, say, languages even, um, you can still use the server to um, its full extent and you know, um, put it in a way that actually works for you, which is, uh, which is yeah, nice. That's also a nice option. Yeah, yeah great. And um, now for the workshop itself, can you give me an idea of what the format is going to be? Um, what have you planned on uh, presenting at the workshop? Are there any um, uh, sort of exercises for folks who are attending to, to do during the workshop? How is, how is it set up? Yeah, the workshop is mostly working on your own uh, mm -hmm. with some guidance from us. Right. And we'll have four different uh, labs that you can do during this workshop. Starting from a very simple plugin to a more complex plugin, which is doing. Uh, we have one for upcasting. We have one for tracing. And okay. The last one I can't remember. Off my head. No, no problem. <laughs> That's okay. That's great. So then, um, for this one, um, as you said, uh, people are basically working on their own, uh, based on the labs that you're providing them. Uh, is it then going to be mostly on uh, folks? Who are attending to write their own plugins or uh, use the plugins that we currently have, or is it a mixture of both? It will be on writing plugins. Okay, great. Uh, the people attending the workshop will be writing their own plugins. And, mm -hmm. so and do they have to have any exercises on okay, what they have to do, and some guidance on how to do it? Gotcha. Do they have to have any uh, prior experience? Um, do they have to have written any sort of plugins in the past in order no, no. to participate, or can they come in just no knowledge of it and then they can we learn? Afterwards. Don't need specific knowledge about plugins. Um, okay. We need some basic Java knowledge to get mm -hmm. started, of course. Right. And okay. having seen Excel Server in the past may help. Okay, great. Strictly <laughs> required. Okay. So it's an it's a nice to have, but it's not a requirement. So that's good to know. Do they have to have anything set up uh, before the workshop, aside from Java, probably uh, installed on their computer? Java uh, version eleven. Mm -hmm. uh, you need to have a Docker. Okay. So you should be able to run Docker images, and right. you should be able to run Maven. And, and that's about it. And of course, your favorite IDE. Sure. Very good. All right. Sounds uh, sounds reasonable. Very good. Um, any other points that you'd like to mention for the workshop? Uh, it will be great fun, and you'll be doing some interesting things. So awesome! And yeah, it's it's a uh, it's going to be a great learning opportunity. And uh, for those listeners who don't know you, um, you are the lead developer on Axon Server, and so uh, it's really a great opportunity for everybody to interact with you and other engineers uh, who are working on the product to really learn and understand it better um hopefully by the end of the by the end of the workshop excellent thank you so much mark i'm looking forward to seeing you next week right. and uh, good luck with all the preparation okay.
If you can join our conference, I can't wait to see you in person. Otherwise, we will have as much of the information that was uh, conveyed to the audience during the conference for the rest of the folks who were unable to attend and join us in person out on our um, platform's website to discuss uh, on the podcast as much of it as I possibly can fit in uh, for you to be able to use and benefit from. Until next time, have a great day and happy coding.